We're laughing louder, digging deeper, and living larger once again right here on No Apology with the Bible Idiots. So glad you have joined us for the po- the, the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> what am I, from New yeah. York? Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird how when you're talking, all of a sudden just an accent comes out, you know? And for me, it's that Minnesota accent. I'll be yeah. I'll be trying to do the radio voice, and all of a sudden, yeah, sure, don't you know? It's never a good accent, you know? Like, know. cheerio, governor. Yeah. You know, that never pops out of nowhere. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Chris and Emily Show. No apology with the Bible idiots. And today, I want to talk about a couple different things with some heavy scripture references. Very good. See, here's the deal. I am working on a sermon series for the late spring, and it's about a push to become an elite servant of Christ. Not just a great servant, not just a good servant, well done, my good and faithful servant, but I would like to push for that elite status. And I don't think it's possible to get there, but I want to push for that. And so I started looking into the eliteness of certain things and, you know, like how Tom Brady's an elite quarterback and how certain NASCAR drivers are just elite. People don't understand how good these guys that make millions of dollars driving race car, how good they really are. They think, oh, I could do no, no, you you can't do what they do. <laughs> and there's being good, there's being great, and then there's being elite and it's just a it's just a separation. And it's not just in sports, you can do that in business, you can do that in in the tech world, you can do that in relationships. And so what I started thinking about was what is my one of my big weaknesses when it comes to wanting to push for being elite. And part of it, to be honest with you, is that I come across without that gentle spirit that, Emily, you know that I have from time to time. I've been called many names, <laughs> including Bull in a China Shop. That's my personal favorite. Yeah, that kind of tends to pop out yeah. as well, just like that Minnesota accent. Yeah. All of a sudden, pow, it's just there, you <laughs> know. know. So. With all gentleness and self-control, <laughs> says the scriptures. And I think about usually after I've steamrolled somebody verbally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, but I've gotten a lot more mature over the years in that oh, area. Yeah. But it's still Absolutely. a weakness. Right. It's still a weakness. And I think a lot of my, my former anger has turned into disappointment. And as I look across the landscape today, I want to talk about anger and I want to talk about wisdom and understanding from a biblical perspective because I think that one then covers the other. Okay. And I think with wisdom and understanding, any anger issues you have will turn into minor disappointments, which turns then into the peace that passes all understanding because you trust God's sovereignty over your life. There you go. I like that. Feelings in and of themselves are not necessary. They're just, they're not, you know, you can be really angry about something, but the question is, how are you going to respond? The Bible says, in your anger, do not sin, Mm -hmm. which tells me uh, there's times when you, as a Christian, are going to be angry and yeah. that's that's okay but we we tend to want to oh he, he, they're just angry and that's bad and and so they're bad and it's like no i think that we have three words that i want to start with okay disappointment frustration yep. and sadness okay and i think that there's an epidemic throughout oh, yeah. 2020 coming into 2021 if you're just tuning in for the first time and you're hearing this whenever, because, you know, what we got with the podcast, a lot of people listen to them like in a, like they'll listen to 10 in a row. Right. And we know that, you know, people could be tuning in anytime. This is Thursday in the middle of April, 2021. That's yes. when we're actually recording okay. this podcast. Just for 
posterity, for, for perspective. F- for frame. For frame. For frame? For framework. <laughs> yeah, no, for reference. For reference, for framework, or for frame. For frame. <laughs> it just makes me so angry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that I would bring that up. <laughs> But here's the thing, coming out of the pandemic into 2021, there are so many people and we watch our country just literally falling apart. We're falling into tyranny. If you don't see the judgment of God upon this nation through the demonic left push, you're not paying attention and you probably might need to get eyes to see and ears to hear before you move forward. Just just from your Uncle Chris giving you a little tip there. There you go. God but can that, give that to you. But that disappointment, that sadness, and that frustration, although legitimate and real in many circumstances, mm-hmm. sometimes is a byproduct of anger. I see. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So let's go to the scriptures today. Everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for a man's anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. That's James chapter 1, 19 and 20. Very good. So that's the Bible telling us right away that there's been many times I've been wrong in my wrongy wrongness, and I don't want my disappointment, my sadness, or my frustration to rise up to where I'm just mad, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I mean... <laughs> yeah. God wants us to be better than that. Yeah. He doesn't want our thoughts hijacked by angry emotions. We don't need to forfeit peace and perspective that might affect others. And now, I used to have a saying when, whenever I would get into a heated discussion with somebody, they'd try to play the Christian card, you know. I thought, you know, you're publicly a Christian. I'm like, look, I'm a morning show host. I'm a radio host. I'm not your pastor. Well, I can't say that anymore. Right, yeah. <laughs> God has given me a flock to shepherd, and I'm taking it very seriously, which is where part of this podcast comes out of. So stay with me. A couple more All right. uh, uh, quotes on anger. Billy Graham said, anger and bitterness, whatever the cause, only end up hurting us. That now, Turn that anger over to Christ. There you go. So when you turn it over to Christ, you get wisdom and understanding. A couple more verses on anger. He who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts folly. Ah. That's Proverbs 14, 29, or a Danielson life verse. <laughs> If we're just being brutally honest. Right, right. It says, but now with you in Colossians 3, 8, it says, but now you must also put away all the following, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and filthy language from your mouth. Oh, yeah. And then Ephesians 4, 26 through 27 says, don't let the sun go down on your anger and do not give the devil an opportunity. There you go. Okay, all that's fine and dandy, but the question is, How? How do you do that? And I believe it comes from wisdom and understanding and that God gives generously to those who seek him. You say, Chris, you're still a little bit high strung. Yeah, but I used to be a lot of bit high strung. I used to be way <laughs> over the top on some issues. This is Chris 2.0. Um, 5.0, really. Yeah, the beta test didn't go very well. 142.0. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you go to wisdom and understanding, let's knock down Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7 to start in the New King James Version. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Who despises wisdom and instruction besides fools? The angry. And if you look across the demonic left platform, you see anger at every 
turn. Oh, and yeah. The one they're the most angry with are born again Christians who want to have love and peace and, and, and want to, you know, call people by their biological pronouns, which is now illegal in some counties and in some states and in some parts of Canada. It's illegal and you can go to jail for actually saying that out loud. Think about that. That's right, where we right. are. Again, not angry sadness disappointment and frustration comes in and that can lead through wisdom and understanding to peace calmness joy and giving it over to the sovereignty of god a couple more uh couple more verses here and then i'll get your response emily i see you making notes over there <laughs> proverbs sixteen sixteen says get wisdom how much better is it than gold and get understanding it is preferable to silver Ah, I like that. Yeah, James 3.17. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Ooh, that's a whole lot of stuff in those few words. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah, and I do want to throw another disclaimer in there because somebody's listening for the first time. When I say the demonic left, I'm not talking about Democrats. I'm not talking about liberals. I'm not talking about conservatives or Republicans. I'm talking about a leftist movement that cannot be denied with their stated goals and their stated platform it is straight from the pit of hell it is demonic and it is satanic and that's what's coming our way and we've got christians out there saying we gotta let them do whatever they want we just gotta love them no yeah that creates sadness frustration right. and disappointment which we have to then have wisdom and understanding that's like trying to love a rabid dog like <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we don't have to have, we don't have to harbor all that anger and resentment because what usually ends up happening is when we're taking things in and we're getting very irritated about it and then we start getting angry about it, if we don't have a place that we can take that anger to, if we don't have a mode of quelling that anger and getting past it, the anger is going to come out, but it's going to come out at probably on a person that has nothing to do with what you're angry about. Right. You know, it comes out in, in like sideways, you know, it doesn't yeah. shoot straight like a gun. And so sometimes it's it's innocent people that become the the victims of of the wrath or the anger that that just pushes you over the top. Well, James 3.13 says this in the New American Standard Version. It says, who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good behavior, his deeds and gentleness of wisdom. And that's kind of convicting for me on one hand. But on the other hand, don't twist that into saying that you shouldn't call something evil, evil. Yeah. Because when we are seeing this evil all over the place, I'm seeing a complete lack of, uh, of, of spines. We have wet noodles everywhere. We need Christian men and women to get some spine donors and actually stand up and try to do it appropriately. Here's the thing. Whether you use enthusiasm in your voice or whether you get down like a little church mouse, the word you say they're going to come against you no matter what your tone but i've been working on tone through wisdom and understanding to try to be better because it's my tone that gets me in trouble because of the neighborhood and the household i grew up in we just told it like it was and everybody never shoot first ask questions later yeah <laughs> you know chris is that your mouth falling down the stairs well, as a matter of fact, it is. There's a thought in my head, and it has to come out right now as loud as possible. Because the volume gives it credibility. 
<laughs> Final oh, thoughts, and we're out of here on this Thursday. Oh, my goodness. The good thing is I know we're not alone. And, and maybe it isn't the type of thing that you struggle with. Maybe you are one of those people that um, you back away from confrontation, you like peaceable situations, and you don't, you know, you avoid conflict. But here's the thing. It's good to understand other people where they're coming from, why they are the way they are, and understand that God has made that person that way for a specific reason. If I'm going to go walking in some, you know, bad part of some metropolitan area, maybe like Chaz or something like that. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Chop Chaz. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's long been dis- if I, dismantled. If anyway. I found myself in a scenario like that, I'm sorry, I want that person with a bulldog personality with me. That's who I want to be with at that time. Well, that's who why you married me, I think. We've bulldogged our way through most of life. Exactly. Yeah. And so understanding that, that the different personalities that people do have, God has given them. But it doesn't matter whether you're meek and timid or whether you're bold and and Loud. extroverted. It doesn't matter. You both have the same job, and that is to bring those personalities and bring those emotions under your control, to use them in the way that God wants you to use For them. the glory of God. Exactly. That's For the whole his point. purposes. That's the whole point. I mean, simply raising four kids. Each one of our kids was very different, and one of our kids, you know, you could... You could just be so forceful with them, and they just kind of didn't care. You had to really push to get your point across. Mm-hmm. And another child, you you just look at them, you know, sideways, and, yeah. and they would melt. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no, we're in trouble. And so different people respond to different things, and it's about harnessing who God has created you to be and using that to its fullest potential, not necessarily killing it, and, mm-hmm. and doing away with it, but harnessing it and being in full control of it. Well, that's going to do it for us on this Thursday. Again, please share this with your people, friends, family, anybody who would benefit from authentic Christian dialogue. Uh, we, we're, we're the Bible idiots. That's who we are. And the name of the show is Various. But search Bible Idiots wherever you get your content. And then later this summer, when we get some funding and we get some things behind us, we're going to update it to the actual No Apology with the Bible Idiots. No Apology in the Prairie Lands, all those things. But right now, it's Bible Idiots. Search Bible Idiots. Share it. Talk about it. Let's grow this thing together. And it's going to be for the glory of God. On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today and go and serve your King.